Since I launched RetroactiveJealousy.com in 2013, I have received thousands of detailed emails from Retroactive Jealousy sufferers. And over time, it has become clearer and clearer to me that many, if not most, experiences of retroactive jealousy include symptoms that we can classify as falling under the label of obsessive-compulsive disorder. Here's an example of a typical cycle associated with retroactive jealousy OCD. So first, there's an intrusive, unwanted thought. For example, you know, my girlfriend prefers her ex-boyfriend to me, or perhaps even my girlfriend might prefer her ex-boyfriend to me, or, you know, she might prefer some guy she once hooked up with, or my husband might prefer his ex-wife, or whatever. There's some intrusive, unwanted thought, or perhaps it's just a a made-up mental movie of a scene from her past, you know, like maybe I'm just picturing my partner in bed with someone else, or whatever. So this intrusive, unwanted thought leads to anxiety. So the anxiety might produce more mental movies of my girlfriend and her ex together, This might be followed by feelings of nausea, stress, and often some kind of physical unease or discomfort. And this anxiety leads to the compulsion. So the compulsion might involve bringing up the topic of my girlfriend's ex-boyfriend in conversation, looking for her to reassure me that I'm better in bed and an all-around better match for her. Or this could include some kind of social media, you know, Facebook stalking, like looking up her ex or going through old emails or her Instagram feed or whatever, you know, trying to act like a detective, trying to piece things together. And then the compulsion leads to, and I emphasize, short-term relief. So after I go through this process or I get more details or I chat with my partner, I might feel better for an evening or maybe just a half an hour until the same unwanted jealous thoughts return and the cycle repeats itself. So as you can see, there is no lasting relief to be found in this process. Some people define insanity as repeating the same process over and over and expecting different results. And unfortunately, this is what many sufferers of retroactive jealousy do. We look to our partners to give us an ultimate reassurance that we really are the best for them, and they're completely over their past relationships. Or we act like amateur detectives, piecing together details about our partner's past in an effort to finally ease our curiosity and anxiety. However, no matter what we find or what our partners tell us, it's never enough. It might take a day, it might take an hour, but sooner or later our jealous thoughts and anxiety return and we're back to looking for more details, clarification, reassurance, etc. This is one of the many reasons why I advise sufferers of retroactive jealousy to stop talking to their partner about their past, at least for now. Stop looking to your partner to provide that one last reassurance. Stop trying to piece together your partner's past like some hotshot detective. Because by doing so over and over, you're reinforcing the vicious cycle described previously. And no matter what your partner tells you or what you find, that ultimate reassurance will never come. Instead of looking for reassurance and having endless conversations with your partner about their past, here's something you can try next time you feel a jealous thought or mental movie coming on. And it's really simple. Ask yourself, is this thought fact or opinion? So if you catch yourself thinking, my girlfriend might prefer her ex to me, ask yourself, is this fact or opinion? If you picture your girlfriend and her ex in bed together, ask yourself, is this fact or opinion? Is this reality or not? Am I positive that some past event happened exactly like this? Or am I simply making things up? Is it a fact that they were together and they felt exactly this way and did exactly these things 
and the scene looked exactly like this? Or am I projecting some crazy movie in my head? Whenever you experience a jealous thought, ask yourself, fact or opinion? Am I witnessing this thought in action right in front of me? Like, are you actually watching your partner and her ex in bed together right now? Or am I making things up that don't exist? If you're anything like I used to be, and you suffer from retroactive jealousy, you've probably compiled a vast collection of details about your partner's past. But here's the thing. It's all smoke and mirrors. Memories of the past, your partner's memories, their ex-partner's memories, your memories, aren't what you think they are. Our memories are never, ever as pure or representative of past events as we imagine them to be. So let's break this down. What is a memory? Most people think that a memory is a vivid recollection, a mental documentary of past events. We unconsciously assume that our brain records the events of our lives in glorious high-definition video, storing it in the hard drive of our brains for safekeeping and future review. In fact, our memories are more like impressionist paintings with constantly running wet ink than they are like videotapes, a living, breathing, ever-changing concept as opposed to some static museum piece. Our memories are as alive as we are. That said, they are subject to the same basic principles of life as we are. They're born, they change constantly, and they eventually die. So any pain you derive from past memories is delusional, as your memories are delusional. In short, memories are phonies. And reminding yourself that your jealousy is based on your own misguided opinions rather than fact is a helpful way to remember that all memories are faulty and the past doesn't exist. And if your jealousy, or if you think your jealousy is based on fact, like let's say your partner actually prefers her ex-boyfriend, then what are you doing staying in the relationship anyway? Why on earth would you choose someone who doesn't choose you? And don't fall into the trap of thinking, but Zach, my girlfriend actually told me she did X, Y, and Z with her ex. It really happened. It's a fact that they did those things. And again, I ask, are you sure that what you're imagining or envisioning is fact? Did it happen exactly as you're picturing it? Are you positive that it went down precisely as you're seeing it in your head? Were you in the room with your girlfriend and her ex, videotaping and taking notes? I didn't think so. So try it. If you have a jealous thought later on today, ask yourself, fact or opinion? You'll then realize, hopefully, that your brain is lying to you. You're making things up that never happened, and your opinion is, in fact, dead wrong. Another tactic we can borrow from OCD literature is to learn to disidentify from the offending thought. So if you have a recurring unwanted thought or series of unwanted thoughts, try to stop yourself from going down that road and repeating destructive thought and behavior cycles as soon as possible. Once you identify that you're experiencing an unwanted thought related to your partner's past, take a moment to consciously disidentify from the thought. Tell yourself, it's not me, it's OCD. Or, if you'd prefer, it's not me, it's RJ. If you're alone, feel free to say it out loud, or simply practice saying the statement of your choice in your head. Catch yourself before you start to go down a destructive, pointless road you've probably traveled many times before. Once you call it the negative thought for what it is, a manifestation of a psychological disorder, not a hardwired aspect of your identity, immediately occupy your mind with something else. Go for a run, 
Put on some music, read a book, start journaling. Immediately start performing some task that requires concentration that will break your unwanted thought slash behavior cycle before it begins. As I emphasize repeatedly in my online video course and in my guidebook, we are not our thoughts. Our identity is not intrinsically linked to our thoughts or to retroactive jealousy or retroactive jealousy OCD. The trick is to establish new, healthier, and productive patterns of thought and behavior rather than submit to retroactive jealousy OCD. There are a number of tactics and strategies to do this, which I cover at length in my guidebook and online course. But an easy one to help you get started is to simply disconnect from an unwanted thought as soon as it comes up. Over time, with repeated practice, this process becomes easier and easier until you begin to do it instinctively at the earliest recognition of an unwanted thought. Just don't cave into your delusional opinions or constructed memories of past events because they're phonies, all of them. Thanks for listening to the Zachary Stockhill podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please be sure to subscribe and leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or your podcast app of choice. To learn more about my work on jealousy, relationships, and more, please check out my YouTube channel at Zachary Stockhill. For information about my online courses, books, and coaching service, please visit my website at retroactivejealousy.com.